As Christians, in following Jesus, do we sometimes concern ourselves too much with what we are doing, rather than why we are doing it? What does the Bible tell us about what following Jesus means? In Matthew 16, Jesus summons a crowd and his disciples and says to them, whoever wants to follow me must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Jesus is predicting his death among his disciples, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life again. When Peter turns around and disagrees that this is to happen, Jesus rebuked him for not having the concerns of God, but merely human concerns, and instructs us that to follow him, we must deny ourselves and take up our cross. When I was first exploring Christianity, this passage was something I had a lot of difficulty with. Denying myself, these words scared me. How do you deny yourself in all you are doing? It sounded a call to give up the things that I was doing or wanted to do because that sounded like denying myself. And instead of those things, I was to take up my cross, to put less emphasis in my life on the things that did not appear connected to faith. And instead, I suppose spend more time on traditional church things. To me at the time, that felt too big an ask, too radical. And I just couldn't see how it would be possible in my life. But with this was a feeling that if I could not commit to this, then I could never be a proper follower of Jesus. And even if I could, I was still pretty unsure of whether I wanted my life to look as differently as I thought it would. Through fear that I'd have to give up things I was enjoying, give up certain hopes for the future, I was very reluctant to give up control to my faith. But after conversations with wise people, it was clear that maybe I wasn't quite right with what I thought this call meant. We are called to deny ourselves and take up our cross. But this is a calling over our whole lives in all that we do. One thing I've learned is worshipping Jesus comes in all forms. It's not just the act of singing together on the Sunday or even gathering for midweek hubs. Worship is not confined to what we do. Our true worship is our lives. So surely we can take up our cross in far more aspects of our life than the things that appear directly related to faith, to church. Surely in our passions, our hobbies, and our interests, we can still follow Jesus. Using our gifts, whether that in sport, in your degrees, or even in beekeeping, we can follow Jesus still. But how do we follow him here? By denying ourselves and giving these passions up to him, not giving them up physically, but giving the reasons why we do them up to Jesus, letting our faith be the motivation behind them, the ground upon which these passions are built. For me, this call has been most relevant to my degree. I've always been someone who really does enjoy studying, and I've also been blessed that it's something I'm quite good at. However, my degree felt a world away from taking up my cross. I studied economics and politics, and a lot of what you're taught and write about describes us humans very differently from how the Bible describes us. So how could I really take up my cross in this area of my life? I was concerned it might be something I had to give up if I wanted to follow Jesus, or more, to follow him properly, I really should wait until the end of my degree. However, accepting Jesus into this area of my life, whilst it had to be a conscious effort to do so, didn't result in unease in pursuing it or require a radical change in my life like I was concerned it may. Instead, I've been shaped most in my faith here. By surrendering my successes and reasons why I work hard to him, I started to find more meaning and purpose in what I was doing, working hard at something not explicitly linked to Jesus, but because it is something I am passionate about and uses the gifts that I think he has given me. 
more than I ever thought it would. My faith has shaped the conversations I've had with people in my degree and what I've chosen to study. It helped me remove the pressure I'd put on myself and let me enjoy more what I was reading and studying in. Accepting Jesus into this area of my life resulted not in a feeling that I needed to give it up to be able to follow him properly, but instead allowed me to pursue my passion in a deeper, more meaningful way. I do not suggest that I've been able to deny myself and take up my cross fully in my degree and in all aspects of my life. It is difficult, and it is something I believe we never fully learn in our lifetime. But it is something we can seek to come closer to, and it is something not to be afraid of. The things you are passionate about, even if they feel distant from your relationship with Jesus, may shape your faith more than you know. We are called to worship God in all that we do, surrendering all that we do up to God. As in Colossians, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So think about your own life. What would it look like if you were to intentionally seek to follow Jesus in all aspects of your life, rather than confining your relationship with him to the areas that feel as if you're directly taking up your cross? Other those things, maybe passions, hobbies, degrees, or maybe even careers, that feel almost irrelevant to a relationship with Jesus, that you are reluctant to give up to him, scared of how he may change you here? Or are there areas that you simply hadn't really thought that you were not giving up to Jesus? As a community, what would it look like if we were to intentionally focus more on why we are doing things rather than what? Maybe it would lead to a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. And maybe our faith would be seen by people who otherwise wouldn't have seen it. So just take a moment now to think about your own life. Are there areas of your life that you are not giving up to Jesus? Or areas that you are reluctant to do so? Let's reflect now.